turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It is happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Return to Plan A in England and allow Plan B regulations to expire. As a result, from the start of Thursday next week, mandatory certification will end. Organisations can, of course, choose to use the NHS COVID pass voluntarily, but we will end the compulsory use of COVID status certification in England. From now on, the government is no longer asking people to work from home. And people should now speak to their employers about arrangements for returning to the office. And having looked at the data carefully, the Cabinet concluded that once regulations lapse, the government will no longer mandate the wearing of face masks anywhere. Mr Speaker. Mr. Speaker, Mr. Speaker from, from, tomorrow, from tomorrow, we will no longer require face masks in classrooms, and the Department, and the Department for Education will shortly remove national guidance uh, on their use in communal areas. In the country at large, we will continue to suggest the use of face coverings in enclosed or crowded spaces, particularly when you come into contact with people you don't normally meet. But we will trust the judgment of the British people and no longer criminalise anyone who chooses not to wear one. Oh, thanks. The government will also ease restrictions further on visits to care homes, and my right honourable friend, the Secretary of State for Health and Social Care, will set out plans in the coming days. 
Mr Speaker, as we return to Plan A, the House will know that some measures still remain, including those on self-isolation. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Boris Johnson from the UK telling you what I told you was going to happen a week and a half ago. A week and a half ago, I told you. I told you that COVID is dying. And the reason why COVID was dying was because the actual information was starting to come out. Information that you and I had months ago. Isn't that odd? Isn't that odd that just little old you and little old me sitting in the middle of nowhere had all this information months ago? And he says, based on all of the new updated information, we will no longer require vaccines and masks and, 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 and restrictions anymore. You're free to go. We're giving you back your freedom. And so I kind of, I kind of, in a way, stand corrected because I said that no government has ever given back freedoms that they've taken unless by the use of force. So why the 180? Why the 180 all of a sudden? Oh, and this is not the only story that we're going to talk about this today. Oh, it's dying everywhere, but why the 180? The reason why is because they know the force is coming. They know the uprising is coming because we're starting to get the truth that you and I have been trying to tell them for the last year and a half. Simple studies, simple studies that real doctors and real scientists were doing and trying to tell the world about it. But yet they were silenced, censored, you know, shut down, banned. Why? Well, it was because in the year 2021, all of the top billionaires in this world gained like a trillion in wealth combined. I'm not kidding you. Literally like a trillion dollars combined, the top billionaires of the world gained in 2021. And now that Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, all of their stocks are plummeting. And yes, folks, they are plummeting because people understand the efficacy of these vaccines are not as good as they said they were. They promised they would shut COVID down if everybody took the vaccines. Everybody took the vaccines. Well, at least a majority of people took the vaccines. And guess what? COVID did not die. As a matter of fact, this became a pandemic of the vaccinated, which we said a long time ago. I also told you that there was going to be a lot of people who are going to fight harder to keep COVID alive. While others are at a breaking point where they know, wait, there's going to be an uprising because everybody's starting to get the truth. Why do you think that I reported yesterday that the left is trying to get rid of Rochelle Walensky, the CDC director? They want to get rid of her because her and Tony Fauci have been caught in all their lies. And now everybody knows the truth and you cannot walk this stuff back. You cannot walk back a CDC director telling you that out of the 800,000 people that supposedly died of COVID that 75% of them had multiple comorbidities and it was probably a, 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 it was probably um, a result of, of that rather than COVID itself. You can't walk that back. You also can't walk back when the Pfizer CEO is doing a show somewhere that he doesn't think the world is going to see and he says the first two doses offer limited protection, if any. You can't walk that back. You can't walk it back when also the CDC director in the same span of 10 days goes on TV and says, yeah, cloth masks really don't do anything. You can't walk that stuff back after all of this time. And that is why, ladies and gentlemen, I am, I'm following the, the evidence and the facts that have, lean, that have been leaning toward getting COVID being done. Now, I'm not saying the COVID disease is not done, is done 
That's still sticking around. Look at our great friend Don C., who's in rough shape. I called Don this morning, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, and he's, he's, he's waiting for monoclonal antibodies. He's got a couple days left before he... Uh, before he, he's passed the time in which he could take those. But uh, he's got his primary care physician working on that. So a big shout out to Donnie C. But folks, the restrictions are dying because they know there's no more money to be made. And they know the people aren't going to believe the crap anymore. So if the people aren't going to believe the crap, then the money's not going to be made. Because the government's just going to pay these pharmaceutical companies money to make stuff that doesn't nobody's taking. So their agenda is dying. Anyway, welcome. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, as always, coming to you from the live, free, or die state of New Hampshire, and we had our county Republican meeting last night, and we'll also be talking about that today as well. Now, before we get into honoring God and saying prayers and really setting the show off the right way, I want to play another video for you about, oh, excuse me, about how COVID is dying, Okay. This is in an airport. This next video I'm about to show you is actually in an airport. And there's just a guy there sitting there minding his own business, not doing anything wrong in an airport, not wearing a mask like I do when I go to an airport. Of course, they kind of make you put it on on a plane or else they'll just kick you off. But this guy is literally sitting here minding his own business. And a woman comes up to him telling him to put his mask on because he's a threat to everybody in the building. And then she starts asking for security. And guess what? Nobody comes and saves her. Nobody comes and saves her, and she makes herself look like a fool in front of her son. Watch this. <clears throat> Get out of here. You leave me alone. We're breaking the law Leave right me now. alone, Karen. Please leave me alone, Karen. Karen's are the opposite of what I'm doing. Leave me alone, Karen. Please. You're embarrassing yourself. Security. Ain't nobody coming to save you, lady. Who are you? Are you the masked state police? What is this? Leave me alone. No one's over here. Leave me alone. I'm not on the airplane. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. What are you going to do? Mind your business. Look at that poor boy. Look at that poor kid. What is wrong with you? Why do you think you're better than everyone else that you not wear a mask? Why do you Ma'am, think you're better? Ma'am, you are a Karen. Yes. You are That's a Karen. an illogical statement. <laughs> I'm not wearing a mask, so I think I'm better than you? Yes. Why do you care? I'm wearing a mask to Maybe I have people. a health condition that prohibits me from wearing a mask all the time. Doubtful. You don't know that. It doesn't matter even if you do. Oh, it doesn't matter. Wear a mask. You're ridiculous. You're being ridiculous. You're embarrassing your poor child by being a Karen. Please, leave me alone, ma'am. Could you could you please ask her to leave me alone? Please leave me alone. Okay, well tell her to leave me alone. I'm being harassed by Karen. I'm a what? You're a <laughs> That's very appropriate to say. That's very appropriate to say in front of your young child to walk up to a complete stranger and call them a bag. I asked you nicely earlier to put on your mask. You are nobody to me. You said to mind my own business. Right, mind your own business, Karen. Walk away. Bye. Walk of shame. Now watch. There's nobody near him. Bye, Karen. Sitting there in a terminal. Bye, Karen. Sorry, buddy. Area. Obviously, there's not even not anybody across from him. He says, bye, little buddy. It's not your fault. Can you imagine that poor kid having to deal with that? Can you imagine that poor young kid that's sitting there going, why are we doing this? Come on. 
this kind of confrontation, mom. He probably doesn't know what's going on. Brainwashing and indoctrination at its worst. Here this guy is, and, and she says, you were rude to me. He says, how was I rude to you? She says, you told me to mind my own business. Oh, no. Do you remember the 80s when everybody said M-Y-O-B, mind your own business? We should bring that back as a shirt just to remind people of how to act in public. Mind your own business. Bye, Karen. Sorry to all those who are named Karen. But again, who does she think he said to her? What do you think, you're the mask police? (laughs) These people, they want to hold on to it as much as they can. And that's why I said you're going to see people go COVID crazy as this ends because these people do not want it to end. They don't want it to end. They love COVID. They love everything about it. And for what? And for why? You got to think to yourself, why? Most Republicans or patriots and independents don't care. They're not going to, you're not going to, just because you want them to wear the mask doesn't mean they're going to wear it. Just because you want them to take the vaccine doesn't mean they're going to take it. So what reason do they love it so much for? I've never been able to figure that out. Like, if it was like a jab, (laughs) no pun intended, to Republicans, then I could see it. But but I I just don't get it. It's only because Trump didn't wear one. That's it. Because Trump wouldn't wear one. They're like, oh, anybody who doesn't wear a mask is a Trump. Trump, Trump, Trumper, Trump tard, whatever they call us. Oh, these people need Jesus. And you know what? So do we. So let's go there. Let's go there now. Let's go there now before I start getting too heated up before that we get we start to show uh, this morning's newsletter. And by the way, folks, go to jeremyharrell.com. Sign up for the newsletter because it's the only way we can stay in contact if any kind of craziness ever happens. Now, I don't expect any craziness to happen because we're pretty cancel culture free now. Pretty cancel culture free now. But it's always important to make sure that we have communication and, and of course you get morning verses of the day and any kind of updates about the show so I titled this morning's newsletter you can forgive or excuse me quote I can forgive but I will never forget how many of you have said that how many of you have said that in your life how many of you have had family members or friends that you knew growing up growing up or even now that say I can forgive but I will never forget well the verse of the day today comes from Acts nine thirteen. Acts 9.13, which says, Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. Now, a lot of people say, I can forgive, but I can't forget. And that actually disturbs me and makes me nervous for that person, especially if they say they're a Christian. And here's why. Because when God forgives our sins, we are made anew. We are washed by the blood of the lamb and all of our sins are cast in the sea of his forgetfulness as our sins are annihilated and blotted out like they were never even there. The scripture actually says, as far as the east from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. And that comes from Psalm 103.12. Do you know how far that is from the east to the west? It's an infinite distance. That's how far God casts your sins and your previous self into the sea of forgetfulness. It is an infinite distance. Look, you can find, the, you can find north at the North Pole, and you can find south at the South Pole. That is a finite distance, but you will never find east and you will never find west because it's an infinite distance. And that is what almighty God has done with our sins. 
So be careful of being unforgiving because that is a tool of the devil. He uses it as a way in and you cannot truly forgive somebody unless you are willing to forget what they have done. Because if you don't allow yourself to forget in your forgiveness, well, then you will always harbor those old feelings and you will never, ever, ever be able to let them go. Hurt, rejection, self-pity, resentment, anger, hatred, bitterness, and suicide. Those are the eight stages of being unforgiving. Let me say those again. Hurt, somebody hurt you. And rightfully so, you reject them and reject that hurt that they did to you. So then comes the rejection. Then you feel self-pity because of what they've done to you. And rightfully so. That's, that's, a, that's a human emotion that you automatically feel when you're hurt. Then you move towards resentment to that person. And anybody associated with that person because of what they did to you, the transgressions that were done to you. And then you move to anger, which leads to hatred, which will lead to bitterness, and then suicide. Those are the stages of being unforgiving. The, path, the pathway is so predictable, that pathway is so predictable, and something a Christian wants to stay far away from, and that is what God is instructing Ananias to do in this verse. Forgive and forget. Forgive and forget. <clears throat> what Saul has done to our brothers and sisters, and now, with the washing away of his sins, he is made new in the eyes of Christ, and he is even renamed Paul so that we forget who he was before being saved. Look, folks, long story short here, if we are to have and release joy for all of 2022, then we need to forgive those who hurt us and forget about their sins against us. Pray for them and help them when they are in need. So let's all work on that in the early part of this year. In Jesus' name, amen. Pretty powerful words, pretty powerful verse. And if you continue reading in that book of Acts, you'll understand that God is truly not only telling him to forgive, but to forget, forgive and forget. So please, 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 please get away from saying, well, I can forgive somebody, but I can never forget because one is symbiotic with the other. You can't do one without the other. You just can't. Let's go to the Lord for prayer, and let's think of Donnie C. and everybody else in our Live from America family that is needing some uplifting today, needing some words of encouragement, needing some positive thoughts, some positive vibes and prayer, okay? Please remove your hats. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And if you do not learn how to forgive and forget as a symbiotic action, then you will never, ever, ever learn how to give all of your problems over to Jesus. You will never know how to deal with trials when they come. 
you will just they'll fester and they'll eat at you and and you will have to figure out a way out of that mess and nobody can do that alone please ladies and gentlemen if you've not done so before we get ready to go for this first and foremost section of the day Please, please share the video. We're looking for 1,000 shares a day. Rumble the video and like the video if you're over on Getter. Let me do some shout-outs real quick over on Getter because uh, we're trying to get the Getter page to grow. Getter is, is, is moving towards uh, some serious, some serious cancel culture-free uh, actions this week. Hold on. I got my volume on this computer here. Turn. Let me just say hello to those on Getter. So if you're on Getter, please give us a, give us a shout out. Let us know where you're from. We, I see Fron. Fron who says amen and put some hearts up. Jennifer says, Jeremy, when will the kids hand over your heart shirts be available? Um, soon. Uh, we got four different people working on things uh, constantly to try to get enough inventory in here so that we have enough inventory. Um, but I, I, I would say everything will be done by probably the third week in February or uh, right up to the last week of February, okay? Uh, Larry Rehas in the building. How you doing, my friend? Roll Dodger from Las Vegas. God bless you. Thank you, Vicky Vale. Savvy Granny says both on Getter and Rumble. Jenny from Colorado. How you doing, Jenny? Good to see you, hon. Uh, Carol from Pennsylvania. Darlene from Chino Valley, Arizona. And let's go over to Getter. I mean to uh, Rumble. Sherry from Texas. How you doing, Sherry? Good to see you this morning. Greg. Crystal, also from Texas. Uh, we've got um, Sharon Roth is in the building. Becky 80, how you doing? Angel Eyes, Angel Girl, how you doing? Good to see you. Uh, Hip Hop Patriot from Denver. Greg 77 says, how you doing, Greg? Good to see you, my friend. Uh, Cammie is watching. God bless you, Cammie. She is in the building. We've got Pamela Davis from Louisiana. Thank you, Jeremy, for all you do. No, thank you for all you do. Thank you for all that you do. Uh, Tom is there from Wisconsin. Oh, by the way, folks, I need to know who is. I went through email. Uh, again, uh, I worked until 11 o'clock last night almost, answering email, trying to get, you know, stay caught up with things um, while in this training period for my producer. Uh, I did not see the girl, the woman who donated 500 but only meant to donate 10. I don't see that email anywhere. So, Whoever that was, please send me an email at jeremy at jeremyherald.com. Send me a telegram or an Instagram message with, with bold, uh, bold writing about who you actually are so I know who it is. I looked through my email last night. I couldn't find it, and I want to get that squared away as soon as possible. And just so you guys know, we are about at almost 20% on, uh, on jeremyherald.com under the, donate, the new donate secure section. We're about 20% of where we were before PayPal destroyed us at least for monthly reoccurring i know a lot of people that went on there and did one time god bless you and thank you for that but as far as recurring so that we can actually budget and know what's coming in month to month uh the recurring is the is the key and we're about 20 percent already in a few days so thank you and i appreciate it let's get to the first and foremost of the day because we have a lot to go through today including all of this covid restriction crap that's leaving and it's leaving quick because they know hanging on this is not going to be good for them in the midterms that's another reason they want to get right rid of it Hi, Joanne from Houston, watching twice a day. God bless you. Here we go. Two major international COVID stories outside of the one that I just shared that I want to start the first and foremost section off with today. And the first comes from Israel, where I started the investigation process over five months ago into this actually being a a, a pandemic of the vaccinated as opposed to what the mainstream media narrative was, that this was a pandemic of the unvaccinated. From there, it went to Italy, if you remember. 
And then from Italy, it actually went to, to Massachusetts, where we were finding that like a high percentage, I think it was 74% of the people hospitalized there were double vaccinated at that point. Then it went over to Ireland. Then it made its way to the UK. And now the proof is in the pudding worldwide. And you're seeing that proof with just the video that I played in the cold open this morning. So I'm not saying that everybody in the world watches live from America and they got their cues from the investigative reporting that we were doing here, trying to show you this trend that was happening all over the world. What I'm saying is the news and the, and the information and the facts, because of people like Stu Peters and myself and many others who have been hammering this COVID thing, beating it like to death and then some. To the point where people were like, oh, he's talking about COVID again. I'm not going to watch that. I get it. But there's a reason why we did it. Because it was the one thing that allowed him to steal the election. It was the one thing that allowed them to put an illegitimate person in our White House, which caused inflation, which caused gas prices to go up, which caused the border to be completely wide open and have our southern border completely invaded by criminals. And yes, rapists and murderers. And clearly, the cartel runs the border now. COVID was the launch pad for all of that. COVID was the launch pad for our children being masked up and abused in schools, which I have two stories to share with you today. And that is why I have drove this home more and more. And all of this is finally just caught up to the rest of the world. And there's nothing they can do about it. That's the crazy part. Stocks are plummeting. Facts are out. Major people in the science community who the the left literally worshipped have come out against their narrative now being threatened by the left themselves. Nobody wants to take any boosters. Anybody who has gotten double vaccinated has said, look, I'm done getting stuck with jabs. I made the decision. You told me, you told me that if we did what you said and got vaccinated, that that would end the pandemic. And then it went from, well, it'll slow the spread. Well, then it went from, well, it'll keep you from having serious hospitalization problems, blah, blah, blah. And now it's where it is today where they're dropping it, where they're just dropping it everywhere. So let's go back, shall we? Let's go back and revisit where it all started. Let's go back and revisit Israel today. New reports coming out of Israel just today finds that the fourth booster shot, because that's what they went to the first shots, two shots, then they went to the booster and and they were the first country in the world to start making people stick themselves with a fourth booster. Study finds in Israel that the fourth booster shot is ineffective and Moderna and biotech stocks are cratering. As Israel found that the fourth COVID shot boost is ineffective in preventing the disease, this is horrible news for the medical industry complex. It really is. A study of Sheba Medical Center, excuse me, I got COVID. I don't really, I'm just saying that. In Israel, has proven that the fourth dose of the, either the Pfizer or the Moderna is ineffective against Omicron. Preliminary data was released on Monday the 17th showing high antibody <clears throat> but low protection. Here's an examination of the data and three lessons that we can learn from this. To start, 274 healthcare workers at Sheba Medical Center received the fourth dose. Specifically, 154 received Pfizer and 120 received Moderna. They were compared with a control group of nearly 6,000 healthcare workers that did not receive the booster. Professor Jilly Ragev Yachoy, 
Lead researcher commented, quote, we see an increase in antibodies higher than after the third dose, he stated. However, we see many infected with Omicron who received the fourth dose. To elaborate, around the same number of individuals that received four doses experienced as many breakthrough infections as those who received three. That said, there are very few lessons to learn from this, he said. And that may explain the crash in vaccine stocks in Moderna and BioNTech. And that was reported by Alex Berenson. The hedge funds have finally realized there will be no fourth shot. And that the mRNA technology arm still has a few issues to work out. One billion people are, are not going to love hearing that. But it's too late now. Mistakes were made. Stuff happens Am I right? Moderna and BioNTech stocks are down 8 to 10% today and 60% since August. 60% since August. That's literally four months, folks. In four months, the big pharmaceutical stocks have dropped more than CNN's viewership. In four months, uh, beyond, uh, the, the pharmaceutical company stock has dropped not only more than CNN's viewership, but it's also dropped more than the entire loss in Twitter, in the market share. So you're seeing big tech stock go down. You're seeing pharmaceutical stock go down. And not down by like 3%, 2%. No, significantly, 60% since August. You're seeing CNN and mainstream media uh, worth and net worth go down because they, they're, they're bleeding and hemorrhaging. I don't even know where they're getting their money. I don't even know. I guarantee you the federal government is funding them and keeping alive because it can't be because of advertisers. It can't be out of viewership. You've seen their viewership. All of those top stations combined, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, all of them combined do not equal Joe Rogan's podcast numbers. Think about that. And that's why Spotify gave him a $100 million deal. When you demand that much audience, that you must be telling the truth because people do not just blindly flock to lies for an extended period of time. They do it until those lies are dead and then they move on to something else. Joe Rogan's audience has been steadily doing this and now he's surpassed all of the major networks combined. Why? And I'm not saying that Joe Rogan is the, you know, the greatest thing next to sliced bread. I'm saying he has real people on there who talk about real stuff and that is what people want to hear. So either way, folks, the big... The control of this world from big tech to mainstream media to pharmaceutical companies to everything is dropping like a rock. And you know what they know is coming is pointing the finger in the direction of the people that really did something and holding them accountable. So what they're going to try to do, you mark my words over the next two months, they're going to try to release the COVID restrictions so much that you forget about the crimes of Tony the Ratface Fauci, that you forget about the crimes of the WHO, you forget about the crimes of China and the CCP and Wuhan, and you forget about the crimes of the NIH and the NIAID and Francis Collins and CDC Director Rochelle Walensky and all these other scumbags who work together to destroy this world. They all hope that you forget about them. And that's why you're going to see a lot of these restrictions let up. Now, 
Let's go to another story that we talked about about four months ago because there's a huge update on that. Remember when I reported to you about four, four and a half months ago about Pradesh, India? Remember I said their entire population there, which was like, like three quarters of the population of the United States of America was like 200 and something million was like COVID free. And they were touting ivermectin as being responsible for making them COVID free. Remember that story? Well, that story has come back full circle. And now Dr. Robert Malone, who you see all over the place, matter of fact, his podcast, his appearance on Joe Rogan's podcast, to speak of Joe Rogan, was one of the highest rated podcasts ever and brought the most, brought so many leftist people out of the woodwork writing letters to Spotify to get them to shut Joe Rogan down because of that interview. Dr. Robert Malone, who actually created the mRNA vaccine, uh, uh, actually posted irrefutable proof on ivermectin. And guess who he used as the success story? Uttar Pradesh, India. What we talked about four and a half months ago, doing that investigative reporting, watching the trends, and finding out who was doing what, where, what therapeutics were working, what preventatives were working, and what their numbers actually looked like, not what the news tells us. And lo and behold, Dr. Malone uses Uttar Pradesh, India as the success story. The government announced that the 33 districts in Uttar Pradesh, India have now become completely COVID-free. The recovery rate has increased up to 98.7% proving the effectiveness of ivermectin as part of the Uttar Pradesh, India's control model. Of course, the media won't mention that ivermectin is being used for the treatment of COVID-19. This state has an estimated population of, are you ready for this? 241 million people. It's like three quarters or two thirds of what we have here in the United States. So we're looking at very similar population sizes, right? And in, um, in 2021, it has the highest population in India. This is almost two-thirds of the United States population and yet is now a COVID-19-free nation. Well, isn't that something, folks? Despite having the lowest vaccination rate, at least 71 out of 75 districts in Uttar Pradesh reported zero fresh COVID-19 cases on October 19th. And 42 districts continued to remain COVID-free. And on Sunday, Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of the mRNA vaccine, posted on the Uttar Pradesh and ivermectin success story. He says, here's the inconvenient truth. The federal government's Department of Health and Human Services of the United States of America have developed an atrocious track record during the many waves of COVID-19, which have swept across the country. As if it were not bad enough that the evidence implicates Dr. Anthony Fauci as his, and his minions as having created the pathogen SARS-CoV-2 in a biodefense strategy that would make Rube, Ruby Goldberg's Professor Butts proud. The United States is listed by world meters as having the most deaths attributed to the disease in the entire world. It's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. And, and, and we knew this, what, four and a half months ago? Four and a half months ago, I was in that old studio. And we were talking about Pradesh, India. And you want to know something? That video 
that we highlighted when we first started talking about Pradesh, India. That video was the one video that actually got YouTube taken away for the second time. When YouTube said, oh, you violated our community standards by talking about, you know, misinformation on COVID that could lead to deaths, we were talking about saving lives. And that was our second strike on YouTube. We ended up getting the third strike because we were talking about election fraud and that banned us for good. I wonder, will YouTube give me my page back now? Probably not. Probably not. But that's okay because the YouTube family actually migrated to Getter. So suck on that one, big tech. I knew it. I knew when we were seeing these trends five months ago and we were following the data and the actual science, how could we be wrong? Uh, get Dr. Malone on your show. I'm actually working on that. I'm actually working on getting Dr. Malone on the show, and I'm working on getting a slew of other doctors. Uh, Real America's Voice uh, producers actually have a, uh, uh, you know, an, uh, an email str- uh, strain that we, we talk through and, and that we, we keep up to date on things. And uh, yesterday, uh, one of the uh, Real America's Voice News behind-the-scenes people gave us uh, some numbers and some contact info for all these doctors that are willing to come on and talk about how we've been duped and tell us exactly what's going on. I boost Jeremy's ratings because I end up watching his show four times a day. I miss so much when I'm in the chat. I have to go back and watch both shows to actually get the news. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, sorry about that. I I apologize. All right, let's move on. Now, let's move on to West, excuse me, New West Charter School in Los Angeles. Has anybody heard about New West Charter School in Los Angeles and what they've done lately to abuse children? Well, if you haven't heard about it, I'm about to show you. So what they're doing at New West Charter School in L.A., probably people that are watching this show right now know exactly where I'm talking about. Kids are being abused mentally and emotionally. Specifically, these young girls that I'm about to show you in this next video who are, by the way, unvaccinated. They are denied chairs, forced to sit outside on the pavement with masks and not allowed to use the restroom. Think it's time to switch schools? I do. Several young girls, including four freshmen, one sophomore, and a junior, were abused at their school, New West Charter LA, because they chose not to get the COVID vaccine. The girls were denied chairs, forced to sit outside on the pavement behind warning tape like it was a crime scene, and were not allowed. That alone, that alone, let's just, let's stop it right there. Let's stop it right there. That alone, sitting them outside, segregating from them from the rest of the school, but putting up the caution tape like it's a damn crime scene. Tell me that's not emotionally and mentally abusing those children, literally to a point where they're going to have PTSD from this crap. I have, you know what? I have zero tolerance for pedophilia. I have zero tolerance for child abuse in any way, shape, or form. And I have even less tolerance when you're sending your kids to a school where you have entrusted the safety and the health of your child to these people for many, many hours a day, far longer than they're with you, the parent, and they do this crap. School police are actually even seen outside the warning tape in this video that I'm about to show you. Standing guard. I 
I'm going to play this video from you. And, God, and you know what? And I don't really ever agree with kids having phones. But in this instance, I do. In this instance, I do. This is incredible. Watch this. Hello, my name is Elena Hume, and I'm a student at New West Charter School, and I'm here with five other girls. Um, four of them are freshmen, one is a junior, I'm a sophomore, and we're being uh, threatened to be suspended because we don't have the COVID-19 vaccine, and we're being um, refused of the right to attend school. We feel segregated and discriminated. And we're being closed off by Look at that. this caution tape. There's the, there's the police, thing. We're being and there's the caution tape. We're being from the rest of the school. Um, yeah. I'm at the brink of swearing right now. That's how pissed I am at this kind of stuff. And you want to know what pisses me off even more than the video itself? Is the parents who allow the crap to go on. Even the parents of the kids who are unvaccinated. How dare you losers allow this crap to happen? You brown shirt Nazis. Oh, we're just doing what we're told. That's none of our business. Look, the mind your own business crap only applies when you're doing stupid stuff. Not when you need to step in and do something right. I am so sick of this crap. I am so sick and tired of child abuse. That's in L.A. New West Charter School. Maybe you in L.A. can go over there and give them a piece of your mind. But wait. Oh, wait. There's more. We're not done. More child abuse, folks. Let's take a quick uh, uh, flight from L.A. all the way to the East Coast. Let's go to Pennsylvania where a teacher has been caught on photo taping a, a mask to a young child's face in class. And this is not the first time we've heard of this. This is not the first time that we have heard of this. We've heard of this before, and we've exposed it before, and we're going to continue to expose it. Because now that COVID has been exposed, and it's going down the toilet, we're going to expose all the people who used it to abuse people and abuse children. Outraged parents plan to demonst- uh, demonstration at the upcoming school board. And by the way, that school board meeting is going to be on um, tomorrow, Thursday. Tomorrow at the school. Let me show you a picture. Check this out. See that picture? That picture right there is the, is the, is the picture of the, of the uh, teacher actually using tape to tape the mask to the kid's face. Now, I thought about this after I read this story. And after I uh, reached out to a couple people that I know in Pennsylvania, I thought about this for a minute, and I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Was she taping the, children, the, ch- the, the kid's mask to his face because he would not wear it? Or was she taping the kid's mask to his face because it kept falling off, and she wanted to make sure it stayed on? And then I came to another realization. Either way is wrong. I need a button that says, everybody cares, uh, except for that school board, except for those schools or those, those teachers in that school. Either way, whether it didn't stay on his face or whether he wouldn't wear it, you do not touch his face by putting a tape, piece of tape on it so it'll stay. An unidentified teacher? What? I haven't even been able to figure out the, the identity of this teacher, by the way. That's why I was reaching out to people. I still have not figured out the identity of this teacher. An unidentified teacher in Pennsylvania has been caught on camera taping a kid's mask to a, or a mask to a student's face 
while he was sitting in his desk in class. And just like the article says, this is child abuse, I agree a thousand percent. The unhinged teacher who allegedly works at, ready for this, Penfield Middle School. P-E-N-N-F-I-E-L-D. Penfield Middle School can be seen applying a piece of scotch tape to the side of the young boy's mask as she touches the other side of his face. He looks to be right about 10 years old. And on Monday this week, a picture of the appalling incident surfaced online, which naturally sparks outrage, as as I'm outraged right now, among parents in the community who are now planning a major demonstration at the upcoming North Penn School District Board meeting this week, and that is tomorrow, actually. Better watch out. Merrick Gardenau might send his band of merry nobodies to come and arrest you because you're, they might, Project Robin Sage is, is going to be on the, on the call. Got to stop these terrorists, these, these, these school board terrorists. So this is set for tomorrow. One concerned parent posted details of the demonstration on their Facebook page, calling on others to email the school board about the incident before the meeting. Pro-mask or anti-mask? I hope we all can agree that taping masks to children's faces crosses the line. This is not a joke for child or parents, they wrote. One thing for sure, this disgusting, outrageous abuse of children should not be tolerated in the United States of America ever, or any civilized society for that matter. This lunatic that's masquerading as an educator, as a teacher in this school system should never, ever, ever be allowed to be around children, be teaching children, or be any kind of authority figure to children ever again. As those parents said, this is not a joke. That school board meeting is scheduled for this Thursday at 7 p.m. on the the anniversary of an illegitimate president. So, the North Penn School Board, we can actually reach out to them, all of us, today. Let me show you what the page looks like so all of you can go and visit there today. Here it is. N-P-E-N-N dot org slash central underscore office. N-P-E-N-N dot org slash central underscore office. This is Dr. Curtis Dietrich. He is the superintendent of that school district. Scroll a little bit more here. This is Dr. Todd Bauer. He is the assistant superintendent. This is Dr. Deanna Waters. Notice how they're all doctors, but yet they clearly don't know crap. She is the assistant superintendent. Here is Director of Education and Equity. How about Director of Education and Equality? Dr. Pamela Hart. Looks to me like a bunch of liberal nut jobs. Let's reach out to them today. Again, N-P-E-N-N dot org slash central uh, uh, underscore office. Reach out to them today and let them know. Doctors, my butt. Oh, doctoral equity. Shut up. My kid would be pulled out of that school so fast. That, guys, I understand fighting to win. But you could, just like we're fighting for the November 3rd, 2020 debacle of an election at the same time as we're fighting for the 2022 midterms and the 2024 election, we're doing them both at the same time. 
Same thing we need to do with our education system. Pull your kids out of public school, bankrupt the crap out of these districts, put them somewhere else for the time being, fight to fix the public schools, and then put your kids back in there. Don't leave them in that kind of indoctrination camp while you're fighting. It makes no sense, and it keeps giving money to these schools. Each school district gets in between fifteen and 25000 depending on where you are in the United States, per child to go to public school. What happens if you take 10 kids out? Well, let's say at the lowest, at 15000 per kid that that school gets. Take 10 kids out. There's $150,000. Take 20 kids out. There's three hundred grand. Take 40 kids out. There's $600,000 that school no longer gets. How long do you think it's going to be before they, before they say, you know what, maybe we better stop the masks and pull down the tape? Stop, uh, maybe we better get rid of these teachers who are putting masks on children by taping them to their faces. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's stay in Pennsylvania for a minute and let's stay with COVID for a minute. Now, Dr. Oz, I know we've talked about him before. Now, let's talk about Dr. Oz before I play you this video. First of all, it was nice to see a liberal like him wake up a little bit, put himself out there, and take on the left, which has adored him for years. Which has adored him for years. It was a nice, refreshing, it was almost like you're very optimistic. You're like, look, look, one of theirs, one of theirs is coming over. One of theirs has been red-pilled. It was all exciting, right, in the beginning. Do I trust Dr. Oz? I don't know. I don't know the guy. My gut, my gut is telling me that everybody has a breaking point somewhere. Everybody has a breaking point that wakes them up to everything that they've believed their entire life, and we as Christians definitely know that because what happened at the moment that you met Jesus? Now, however, everybody in Pennsylvania tells me, do not trust him. Don't trust him as far as you could throw Stacey Abrams. So I'm not going to go out on a limb and say whether I do or whether I don't trust him. That's not why I'm talking about him today. You want to know why I am talking about him today, though? Because he did something I think is very smart. Whether you like him or whether you hate him, he did something I think is actually super smart. He went on TV in a new campaign ad, and he literally challenged Dr. Fauci to a COVID debate one-on-one because Tony the Ratface Fauci has gotten it wrong since the beginning and has literally got however many people died from COVID's blood on his hands. I think this was a good move. Not for, not for politically. I could care less Talking about this story, I could care less. I could care less about his political run or what he's doing. But I would pay to see somebody who's challenging Dr. Uh, Tony the Ratface Fauci to a COVID debate on live TV to get the American people the real facts so that we can really save people's lives. I do like that. I would pay to see that. Again, this is not me endorsing Dr. Oz. This is not me telling you that he should be an elected official in your state. This is not me talking about politics whatsoever. This is me talking about one doctor challenging another doctor to a COVID debate on national TV in front of the entire world to say who's right and who's wrong. And for that, I'd pay to see that. Check this out. Here's to you, Anthony Fauci. You are like Joe DiMaggio. Dr. Anthony Fauci. Dr. Fauci. Dr. Tony Fauci. Dr. Fauci. 
Instead of letting the sycophantic media fawn all over you, let's talk facts. You got COVID wrong. Fauci, under fire, didn't do enough to investigate where the virus originated. That's a good question. Ah, Fauci misled us. There was a little bit of a misunderstanding. Dr. Fauci needs to be fired. He's been wrong too often. Dr. Fauci, let's get the facts straight here. You and me, let's have a debate doctor to doctor and give the American people the truth about COVID-19. I'm game. Anytime, anywhere. Dr. Fauci, are you in? Tell me that's not a smart move. Tell me that's not a smart move. Would you? Here's my question. Stop thinking about politics for a minute. Because I see a bunch of people in the comments saying, don't trust him, don't trust him. Stop Stop thinking like that for just a second. And ask yourself this question. Would you or would you not pay to watch that on TV if it was there? If it was a real thing? If it actually happened? It won't happen. It won't happen. And I understand he did it for political reasons. But let's look at outside of the political reason. And let's just look at the actual challenge doctor to doctor. Smart move politically. But would you pay to see that? I would. I'd pay 10 bucks to watch that. <laughs> I'm not saying it would be on pay-per-view. I just thought it was a it was a it was a good move. I understand it's for politics. I understand it's optics. I understand it wouldn't happen. But what happens if it does? Things that we don't think are going to happen all the time happen. Well, were to happen if there was enough pressure, right? Because pressure is what we need. Pressure makes diamonds, right? What would happen if there was enough pressure on Tony Fauci? From even people like Ted Cruz. So that means if we want to see something like this, we should pressure the heck out of people who actually have Tony Fauci's ear, whether it's good or bad, because I would watch that in a second. I don't know about you, but I would watch that in a second. Anyway, um, before we go to the next story, I do want to talk to you guys about the change coming to um, to Live from America, okay? This is the change coming to Live from America. Uh, The Roku and Fire Stick channels, the digital TV platforms, including Pluto soon, uh, will actually, if you download the LFA TV channel, it's actually going to be like ADD TV. It's actually going to be like ADD TV. It's going to have my shows on there. It's going to have commercials from great Patriots businesses. It's going to have videos from Ben on the border, behind the scene videos that nobody sees, even on, even him posting on social media. It's going to have, uh, music videos and, Uh, videos of Dave Bray USA on the road, bringing patriotic music to Christian, God-fearing Christian conservatives all over the country. It's going to be a really fun channel to watch, and I am super, super excited about the the direction for Live from America on digital TV. You won't see that collection of, 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 of content anywhere else but on the LFA TV channel on digital TV. And now moving towards locals. I have a call with the vice president of locals tomorrow again. They're really trying to get me on local locals because of you guys. They really want engagement over there. So they are setting up a plan for Live from America. They want to keep Live from America on Rumble. They want to keep it with, with that team. And they have a plan to do a live uh, Q&A every day after, uh, after the show, after the morning show. And uh, including live videos from the road and stuff that, uh, that you won't see anywhere else. So each different area is going to have a little bit of a different LFA feel for anybody who wants that kind of experience. So if you're not looking towards that and you just like watching the two shows a day, well, you get them right here like you always have. 
like you always have. If you want to go over to digital TV, it's free. LFA TV, download it, watch it completely. You got the shows, but you got a whole bunch of other added content. And then if you want locals, uh, you can you can sign up for that, and we can do questions and uh, Q&A after each show. So getting bigger, more guests, more uh, more exposing what's going on around the world, and then, of course, with the with – having a producer now once he learns everything i will be able to be out in the road on the road more with you and i'll be able to do the show regularly because he'll be here running my feed from everywhere or anywhere i am so we got big things coming up for live from america but just know that the monthly recurring uh income is the most important thing that we can have and that's all secure now if you don't know i got emails last night from people who said i'm not being charged anymore what's going on so they might not have seen the show for a few days okay All right, back to it. Let's go from Pennsylvania now to Illinois, because if you live in Illinois, this is very, very important news. Actually, actually, this is breaking urgent news that you need to know today, because today will be the deadline for your representatives to vote on this bill coming up in Illinois. This is huge. Okay, this is called Illinois House Bill 4244. Write that down. Please, somebody put that in the comments. Illinois House Bill 4244. Four, four. And if this bill passes in Illinois, residents will be involuntarily entered into a vaccine database. And that could pass today because it's being voted on today. So you need to call your representatives in the state of Illinois. I know there's a lot of people from Illinois. I am from Illinois myself. Let me read a little bit for for you so you can understand a little bit more about it. The uh, Illinois legislature will vote to amend a law on January 19th, that's today, that would authorize healthcare providers to involuntarily enter residents in the state into an immunization data registry. House Bill 4244 would amend the state's Immunization Data Registry Act to require healthcare providers, physicians, designees, and pharmacists designees to provide the Illinois Department of Public Health with the private medical information and immunization records of every single Illinois resident. Quote, healthcare providers, physicians designees, and pharmacists designees shall, rather than may, this is the change, this is the amendment, provide immunization data to be entered into the immunization data registry. The proposed resolution states, The amendment would essentially nullify the Federal Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, which protects all identifiable health information from disclosure without a patient's consent, and violate the 1974 Right of Privacy Act, which prohibits the disclosure of personal identifiable information without the consent of the individual. The measure assures residents who want their immunization data removed from the registry may request it, with an immunization, an immunization data exemption. I wonder if those are going to work like the religious exemptions did with COVID. But it does not make clear what qualifies a resident for exemption. According to House Bill 4244 in Illinois, immunization data exemption forms must include all of the following information. A description of the immunization data registry and its purpose that the healthcare provider shall report immunization data to the department to be entered into the data registry, that the patient or patient's parent or guardian, if the patient is less than 18 years of age, has the right to an exempt disclosure of immunization data to the registry and may prevent disclosure by signing an immunization data exemption. 
that the patient or patient's parent or guardian, if the patient is less than 18 years of, of age, may have the individual's information removed, instructions on how to have that information removed. Democrat Representative Bob Morgan introduced the bill on January 5th and if passed, would take effect on January 1st, 2023. You want to see a picture of this guy? You want to see a picture of him? There you go. Does it look like a pedophile to you? Looks like a pedophile to me. That's who he is, Representative Bob Morgan, ladies and gentlemen, in Illinois. So if you live in Illinois, you might want to call your representatives uh, right now. Um, literally right now. Because they're voting on it today and you want to let your, you want to let your voice be heard. All right, now I want to talk about my Republican meeting last night. Last night was a, <laughs> last night was a long night of work, everybody. Because I went from work, working I think, what, 10 hours, maybe 10 hours yesterday, uh, went right to a Republican committee meeting, voted on um, selecting new committee members, and we talked about bills that are going on in New Hampshire right now, and that's what I want to talk to you about. I also announced to the rest of the committee and all of the uh, associate members and committee members that I will be running for House Representative and uh, launching that in March. So everybody was very happy about that. They always want young, energetic people uh, to run for office anywhere. And uh, right now they're trying to do outreach to try to recruit people to run. And it's just nobody wants any part of politics. But I do. You can give me the whole thing. I want all that smoke, as the millennials say. Anyway, folks, we talked about this a little bit last night. Let me break out to you the, uh, the House bill, specifically in New Hampshire, that I, that I wanted to break down and talk about today. And it's called... Uh, actually, there's 35 bills. There's 35 bills that are, uh, that are being voted on this month in the legislative session. But House Bill 1439, would say it's called the No Patient Left Alone Bill. And that No Patient Left Alone Bill would mean that people are not allowed to be quarantined to die alone in the state of New Hampshire if they're dying of COVID. That, they, they, that, that you are not allowed as a hospital to exclude any of the family members outside of that room, outside of that patient's room, if they are dying. No patient left behind. It's common sense. Nobody should be alone when they die. Nobody should be alone when they die. And that is House Bill 1439. Also, we're working on 11 election security bills to make sure we tighten up our elections, to make sure that we're not doing mail-in ballot craziness. We also are doing a couple health freedom bills that allow you basically to have health freedom like you're supposed to have. But we're doing it at a state level to reinsure that the people of New Hampshire, that the Granite Staters actually have some freedom when it comes to the choice of their health. And in one of these health bills, it would make ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine over-the-counter drugs, and the price would stay the same. You're not going to jack up the price on this stuff. You're not going to keep it from us anymore. You're not going to hide ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and monoclonal antibodies from us. This is stuff that's been readily available forever, and now all of a sudden, because you want to jack up the stock prices of your pharmaceutical companies and make trillions of dollars, all of a sudden, every pharmacist from here to there, from east to west, which we know is an, uh, uh, an infinite uh, distance, are being literally clamped down on health and hu- from health and human services from the federal government and the state health and human services and the pharmaceutical comp- or the the, uh, the pharmacists aren't allowed to give out hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin they're just not it's so hard to get six months ago you could get it anywhere today boop, they shut that right off shut that right off so that's what we're working on um, and uh, we're going to uh, get medical health freedom here in New Hampshire. We're going to get that medical health freedom here in New Hampshire. 
So, ladies and gentlemen, that is how uh, I want to keep you guys informed. I know you guys, most of you don't live in New Hampshire. Probably 99.9% of you don't live in New Hampshire. But I want to keep you up to date on what's going on with uh, my campaign and the kind of stuff that we are involved in here. That way, if anybody has any questions, it's easy to get them out to me and they know what they're uh, they know that I'm working on it right now. So Loretta says she paid $275 for it yesterday. I have a friend on Facebook. Her mom was diagnosed with COVID and the RNA made her leave her mom's room and leave her alone. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. No patient left behind. No patient left alone, I should say, is what it's actually called. Two more quick stories for you here, guys, and then a great video to show you. DC cops. DC, Washington, DC cops, which are literally, most of them are just all politicized puppets of Nancy Pelosi. They are suing, <laughs> suing Ali Alexander. Wait until you see and hear this. DC cops are suing Ali Alexander, and you know what they're gonna you're, you're, they're using as a basis for their lawsuit is the is the KKK Act claims that racism and white supremacy pervaded his efforts. Do you want to see what Ali Alexander actually looks like, everybody? If you don't know who he is, he is a conservative. And he's been at many, many rallies over the last, oh, I don't know, I'd say few years. Many rallies. He's spoken at many different uh, events. And this is him. (laughs) This is Ali Alexander being sued by eight cops in D.C. alleging that he's responsible for their alleged injuries on January 6th. The police are using the KKK Act as their basis to sue. Problem is, Alexander's a black conservative, so I don't really know how that's going to work. But again, these people in D.C. are out of control. And you want to know something? Because of the fact that Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin will not go along with federalizing the elections by getting rid of the filibuster, D.C. mayor... Is the D.C. mayor now, she's actually uh, pushing for uh, D.C. to have two senators just so they can overcome the, uh, the, the no votes from Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin. So packing the courts, adding senators, making D.C. a state, anything they can do to try to cheat. But I got some, I got a, uh, I got some uh, inside information for you. It's on my hat. <laughs> you can't beat God. So anyway... Uh, Ali Alexander responded, and he's just like basically the same thing that you and I would respond with. Um, And by the way, Ali Alexander was raised, Ali Alexander, I should say, was raised by a single mother in Section 8 housing. He overcame many hurdles while making his way to where? Bible college. He eventually got into politics where he um, and where he in the projects and rallies and raising awareness for a variety of candidates and issues, including advising the Trump administration on criminal justice reform which President Trump got through, which Obama couldn't even do. But yet they're going to use the KKK Act to try to sue him. Good luck with that. And now moving on to something a little bit more serious, ladies and gentlemen, and this is this 5G stuff. And I'm not talking about 5G activating COVID diseases or anything like that. I'm talking about what it can do to airline safety. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, they are delaying once again, or they are at least having deliberations about delaying 5G rollout because it's going to interfere with passenger planes uh, equipment. The chief executives of major U.S. passenger and cargo airlines have warned of a catastrophic aviation crisis this week if AT&T and Verizon deploy the new 5G services. 
They said the new C-band 5G service set to begin on Wednesday, which is today, could render a significant number of aircrafts unusable, causing chaos for U.S. flights and potentially stranding tens of thousands of Americans overseas. The United States auctioned mid-range 5G bandwidth to mobile phone companies in early 2021 for about $80 billion worth of contracts. What's the problem? The problem is, is the UF, the U.S. Um, FAA has warned that the new 5G technology could interfere with the instruments such as altimeters, which measure how far above the ground an airplane is, tra- uh, airplane is traveling, and altimeters operate in the 4244 GHZ range, and the concern is that, uh, that, it actu- uh, that it auctioned frequencies that sit way too close to this range. 5G is a problem for a lot of reasons, ladies and gentlemen, causing diseases, cancer-related uh, stories from people from countries who have had 5G, problems with interfering with airlines, um, airlines instruments in their, in their cockpits that actually, you know, you need to fly the plane. Also, we can keep up with China and be faster and get more information faster. I get it. We live in a technological world and we cannot let another country outpace us when it comes to this kind of technology. But it's scary stuff, folks. It's scary stuff. Before we uh, before we actually move on to the to the last to the video of the day, I do want to go ahead and give the dumb dumb award of the day, and I want to give it to the DC cops in the back pocket of Mayor Bowser and Nancy Stretchface Armstrong. And I have saved the Smarty Award of the day for this last video, ladies and gentlemen. This last video I'm about to show you comes from a guy who went to Trump's. Uh, rally this weekend in Arizona as an experiment, as an experiment to see if he would experience the racism that the mainstream media told him he would experience as a black man going to a Trump rally. And what he says is pretty much everything, everything that we expect him to say. Watch and listen to this. Let's talk about the Trump rally. As many of you guys know, I went to a Trump rally this past Saturday here in Florence, Arizona. The main reason I went was to conduct a social experiment on several levels. Ultimately, I went to go see if I was going to experience any racism at the event. And unfortunately, I did. More on that later. Overall, I had an amazing time. I was absolutely welcomed, but I wasn't overly welcomed. That's important. At this rally, I wasn't black. I was Spike. That was absolutely refreshing. The energy of the event was absolutely amazing. They had some wonderful speakers like Carrie Lake and, of course, Trump. A lot of the things that they said were on point. They truly just sounded like they wanted to save America. And if we have some courage and have a meeting of the mind, America's not doing the best right now. That being said, there was some exaggerations. Trump is a showman. He did exaggerate on some things. Now to the racism. You wouldn't believe the amount of racial slurs that I was called by members on the left for just being at a Trump rally and wearing this hat. Let's discuss. Let's talk about the Trump rally. So, as many of you guys he know, he ended up putting another video out talking about the racism that he received, but it wasn't from the, the the right. The racism was from the left. He actually got hate mail from people who followed his pages forever, literally calling him an Uncle Tom and a white man's puppet and all this other stuff, calling him racist, saying, "Oh, what? Now you're a magatard. Now you're a Trump tard." All of the hate came from the party that he's identified with. His entire life. And just by going to a Trump rally, this man was red-pilled because he saw what happens on the left. And that's why 
You think Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin are going to go vote with you now? After you are letting loose the dogs on them? I beg to differ. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and give the Smarty Award to the man who deserves the Smarty Award today. And that is that gentleman right there. So today, January 19, 2022, Smarty Award goes to that young man right there for actually conducting a real experiment and not letting the mainstream media tell him what he should think. Because you know Joe Biden said it. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And I got hairy hair. I got hairy legs. I got uh, hairy, hairy legs that turn, uh, turn, uh, turn, 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 uh, that turn blonde in the sun. And uh, I learned a lot about cockroaches that, so, that summer and, and kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jump, jumping on my lap. I'm Joe's husband, Jill, African American. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Folks, that is going to do it. For Live from America today, as always, it's a pleasure to do this show for you. Do not forget about the special Valentine's deal we got going on, ladies and gentlemen of the Freedom Shirts. Pick any two colors, any two sizes. You get them for 10 bucks off the normal price, and you get a small box of chocolates, and that sale ends February 8th. You got to take them. You got to get all these boxes of chocolates away from me before I become even fatter. And the left makes fun of me even more. <laughs> oh, I'm hurt. Just kidding. There are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. If you want to continue to stay a monthly donor, go back to JeremyHarrell.com. Click the donate button. It'll bring you right to a screen. It's quick and easy. Make sure you click recurring if you want to be a monthly donor of the show. And sign up for free Bibles and the newsletter. God bless you guys. I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. Until then, have a great day. God bless you and spread the gospel. See you later.